that this morning that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord God, that every tongue that rises up against us in judgment, we shall condemn, O God. Father, we thank you this morning that we are established in righteousness and oppression is far from us. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And so, Father, this morning we even pull down the strongholds, Lord, in our mind, the things that that would that could hinder us from embracing embracing all that you have. Father, we pull down imaginations and thoughts and we bring them into the obedience with with Christ. In Christ, Father God, we thank you, Lord, this morning. Hallelujah, that we are equipped. Yes. Father God, that we have a helmet of salvation. Father, that our hearts and our minds are open to receive your word, oh God. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for your strategies that you are illuminating and dropping into our spirit. Father, we thank you that, that we are spirit first. And that we are led and we are guided by your spirit, oh God. Father, you, you will guide us and lead us into all truth. Father, we believe your word. We think it to be so. We know it to be so. That your word is true. Your word reigns, Lord God, supreme. Oh, we thank you, Father. Oh, we magnify you. We lift up holy hands. Father, even as we lift up holy hands, it's an act of surrendering. Father, an act of yielding to you, oh God. Father, we surrender all. We surrender all unto you, oh God. I surrender all unto you, oh God. Oh, we bless you, God. Oh, we magnify you this morning. Oh, Rabasikaya, we surrender all. We surrender all. Father, we, we surrender all. We surrender all that we may be able to get in alignment. We may be able to get into position. Father, we surrender all, all the baggage, all the hurt, all the shame, all the guilt, all the anger, all the bitterness. Father, we surrender it all. We lay it at your feet this morning, yes, oh God. Yes. Father God, we say no hindrance, no hindrance as we move into this new dispensation. Father God, we, we release, hallelujah, we release all the cares and the affairs. Lord, this one and that one, Father, we release it all unto you, oh God. Hallelujah, Father, we love you. We praise you this morning. Hallelujah, there is none like you. Come on now, there is none like you. Come on and bless him. Come on and give him glory. Oh, Rabasa, there is none like you, oh God. Yes, yes. There is none like you, oh God. Father, we thank you that we are the redeemed of the Lord. Yes. And let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Yes. Father, we thank you this morning that we do not have a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Oh, we bless you, God. Oh, we bless you, God. Oh, we bless you, God. Oh, Rabasika, Rabasika. Glory to the Lamb of God. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, Rabasika, Rabasika. 
Thank you, Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, listen, we just want to welcome everyone to the early morning hour of power with us, pastors and prophets Michael and Tanya Bryant of Restored Ministries International, where our purpose, our ministry, and our mission is to restore, renew, and refresh you, the sons of God, with the word of God. Now, what you hear this morning is not going to be our opinion, but it's going to be the word of God, because the Bible says in the beginning was the word. The word was with God, and the word was God. Now, listen, ladies, remember when I say sons, it has nothing to do with gender, but has everything to do with your covenant birthright connection with Father God. Now, listen, God is neither male nor female, but the Bible says that God is a spirit. So so, so likewise, with, we, with us being his offspring, we are spirit first. We possess the soul and mind of God, and we are housed in this shell, this yes. body. So listen, just want to welcome everybody once again. Get your Bibles, get your coffee, your tea, your smoothie, whatever it is you drink. And let's get ready to go to the word. Amen. And, you know, you know what I love to do? I love to blow the shofar. The Bible says to uh, blow the trumpet in Zion and sound the alarm. Amen. So you only blow the trumpet for two reasons. One, to give a warning that the enemy is trying to attack. Or number two, that 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 the Lord is getting ready to speak. So let's go to the word this morning. Amen. 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 Come on, grab your Bibles. Let's go. Let's let's get to this word. Amen. We're not going to be long, but we just want to be effective. I want to make sure that you have your, <laughs> your feeding of the word. Amen. Now, listen, we definitely want to welcome back Pastor and Prophet Tanya from the little, we ain't going to call it vacation, but we're going to call it catching a healing. Amen. You know, because the Bible says that, that when the enemy comes in, that like a flood, the spirit will lift up a standard. And sometimes we have to know how to rest the body and do certain things to use the wisdom of God so we can be ready after we're already willing to be obedient to the Lord's purpose in our lives. So why don't you let let the people know what's going on? <laughs> Amen. Well, I'm excited just for what God is doing and how he is a healer and how he is faithful, you know, even when we are faithless, <laughs> you know, and um, <clears throat> even last week, just how, you know, I, I don't even know all of what that was, um, but I am, I am refreshed. I am the healed. Amen. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about what God is doing, you know, um, I'm excited to just continue to press in, you know, there's times when it seems like, oh my God, what the heck, you know, you've been doing stuff for a while, you've been, you know, but it's like you've been toiling, you've been fishing, like, Lord, where is the fruit of your labor? Mm -hmm. And um, I'm just excited to know that, that he is God. And despite Tanya and my humanness and my feebleness and whatever he is God and that I can walk in my Godness. Mm -hmm. 
So, but I'm, I'm happy for what God is doing. I'm happy to be back. Um, feeling good. Amen. Amen. Glad to have you back. Glad to have you back. Amen. Amen. Well, listen, um, that seems so just, just, <laughs> well, you can't even get it out. That's why just, in, that is... <laughs> just you know what I mean? So phony. Glad to have you back. Whatever, dude. Like I've been gone for months, um, all months. Keep it real, dude. Glad that to was have real. you back. That was real. Whatever. That was really real. See, that's the problem with it. Was you know, not real. That it was, was phony. That was real. It was straight and up just phony. Because you don't know how to receive. No, it was straight because up phony. Because you don't like the way it. The package it was, was straight brown. up phony. Just because you don't like the way I did it, don't whatever. mean it was real. Keep it real, dude. <laughs> that was real. Okay, whatever. You know. Whatever. I, 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 okay, then I take it back. Then you know. Okay, you know. You gonna be listen. Sometimes we just have to stop looking at the package how something comes and just receive what the Lord is oh, what, trying so to do. So now you got a message? To, to, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can get revelation anywhere. I can, I can go watch a movie and get revelation. Listen, the Lord began to speak last week with our power about it's time to press. There is times in your life, there's times when, when it seems like hell, high water, the kitchen sink, and Pookie and them are all coming at you at the same time. And God says, look, don't look at the circumstance. Press, move forward. So so once again, even when the enemy tries to come in to attack the body, you know, last week we didn't know what happened. All of a sudden, prophet, you know, she didn't tell everything. So I tell it. Um, I don't know where she had this fever. Now, now, and now listen, now here's the thing that the enemy wants to do. He wants to bring things to get you in a spirit of fear so he can uh, barrage you with more attacks. Mm. Okay, see, 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 sometimes when the enemy tries to speak, we need to speak above because in our place of authority, God has given us authority over the devil when it comes to to our well-being, to our fight. Why? Because we were the original kings of the earth. And when Jesus died on the cross and he rose again on the third day, we got the keys and the power back. But you have to know that you have the authority. Oh, see, there it is right there. See, when you understand that you have authority yeah. over the enemy. See, I don't care how believers are, are portrayed in movies and things like that. But we all weak and, and we wear these crosses with these skinny little Jesuses up on the crosses and things like that. Listen, listen, let me just say it like this. When Jesus kicked everybody out of the temple, when he whooped people out, turned over tables, did all that. He, he, look, they literally looked at his stature not just at his spiritual authority of thinking that he just had a whip in his hand. No, Jesus was no little small man, okay? He was a carpenter. If you ever seen real carpenters who work with their hands and do building and do house building and things like that, they, they, are, they are normally not little, little, little skinny people. Why? Because hitting things with hammers and, you know, carrying wood and doing all these things, it builds up the body. It builds up those physical muscles in those in those areas and that's the reason why why they sent the roman soldiers and things like that to go to arrest jesus because he had already kicked everybody out by himself 
out of the temple. So, so let's not get it twisted, okay? Jesus wasn't no punk, okay? I he probably looked like he whooped some behind in the physical for real. But when you understand, when you understand your spiritual authority here in the earth, right? Amen. We are sons of God. Now, ladies, when I say sons of God, that means you are direct, you are the direct offspring of Elohim the Father. And because he's neither male nor female, the Bible says to those that receive, and let's go there. John chapter one. We might as well get started. Amen. So when the enemy tried to come against Prophet Tanya in her body, we began to immediately raise the standard and begin to speak the word over her body. L listen, you have to use the 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 wisdom of the earth, but then you have to proceed everything with the wisdom of God. So, you know, we, you know, it wasn't no COVID. It wasn't nothing like that. But listen, you use wisdom. Sometimes you just got to rest the body. Sometimes you get, sometimes your body will let you know, hey, look, 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 sit down. Okay. But when you take authority, your place of authority, you know, within an hour or so, that fever broke, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I made her rest. I made her, just, you know, see, so, you know, some of these things that we just have to do to, you know, to just, we don't let the enemy just run roughshod over us. Amen. What is Rashad? Oh, that's an old phrase. Um, you know, we Rashad over you. You know, that's an old phrase from the country that I heard when I was in Alabama. So but you didn't know, even know what it means. What 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 it just means to just you know to just take advantage, just to run over mm. you, just, just like you're not even there. Okay. So John chapter one verse one, Amen. It says, "In the beginning was the word." Now the key to this word today is time to press. Is you must. Begin with the word. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. So, so when you understand that you cannot separate God from the word, when you also get the understanding that the word that we're talking about is not letters or words on a page, it's talking about the word, the person, the second part of the Godhead. We we called him Jesus, but his but there's no J in the uh, Hebrew language, so his name would have been uh, pronounced uh, Yahshua. But he was with God and he is God. So, so when you hear the word, you're literally getting everything that God is. Okay. Mm -hmm. And in verse 12, it says, now, now here's the key. But to as many as received him, the word to them, he gave his power, his dunamis, his ability to become the sons of God. Now someone type, I'm a son and it's time to press. Come on. Type. I'm a son, and it's time to press. We're going to be going to a couple of different little scriptures here. Amen. I wanted to start with John chapter 1 because I believe that's, that's, that's where everything begins. Amen. Um, and I believe we're going to be there. Bam, so I'm going to put that there. So. So we just read John chapter one. So now uh, I'm just going to put this on Instagram. Amen. One. And next, let's go to Philippians chapter three, because I think and I know that when we begin everything with the word, see, the word speaks for itself. So we're going to go to Philippians chapter three, verse 13. Come on now. Someone type, I'm a son 
and it's time to press. Hallelujah. And in the kingdom of God, only sons receive an inheritance and heart. Oh, see, when you when you understand that you're a son of God, it had nothing to do with gender. Your gender was established for existing on the earth, but you became a son when he when he created you in Genesis chapter one. And we'll go back there later. Amen. But let's go to Philippians chapter three, verse 13 and 14. Now, this is one of the he is one of the most established, respected, and most powerful apostles. Now, but Paul had a testimony because he wasn't, he didn't hang out with Jesus. He wasn't one of the 12, one and uh, one being the devil. Paul's testimony was he was taught by the Holy Ghost and he became one of the most powerful apostles. Amen. He wrote two thirds of the New Testament. But he says in Philippians chapter three, Verse 13 and 14, he says, brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended it. In layman's term, in today's English, I ain't got it all together. Okay? But this one thing I do, okay? Forgetting those things which are behind me and reaching for those things which are before me, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. So he said, I press. So when the Lord gave, gave me this word about it's time to press, listen, when you hear the voice of God with the word of God, you're going to experience what you heard. Okay, let me just say it like this. Before we can teach it and preach it, we live it and experience it first. Before Jesus walked on the earth as the word, the physical word, he is the spiritual word from the beginning. Didn't make any sense to anyone. Anybody get anything? If you get something, someone type amen. Come on now, Instagram. Come on, Facebook, uh, YouTube. Someone type. Come on now, it's time to press. But he says, I don't, look, I'm not here. You'll, you'll hear Paul say it all through the New Testament. He said, look, I was the chief of sinners, okay? But he says, I don't count it to, I, I don't even think that I've apprehended everything, but this one revelation I did get, I got to forget those things behind me. Now, listen, I'm going I'm to prophesy, prophesy to you right now. Let your past go. Your past doesn't make you. Your past doesn't, listen, you can learn from your past, but you're not bound by your past. Okay, oh my God. You're not bound. Listen, I had a wise man of God who said, look, your last greatest uh, accomplishment could be your next downfall. Why? Because if you spend more time dwelling on the past, you can't embrace your future. Oh my God. I guess I'm going to have to go back to my Baptist roots and just say amen myself. Come on now. So, <laughs> come on now. Understand, he says, the one thing, the one revelation that I receive, if I don't know anything else, if I don't, if I don't write the book of Romans, if I don't write the letters of Corinth, if I don't write Thessalonians, this one thing I have gotten from 
the spirit of God. I must forget the things that are behind me and begin to reach for those things ahead of me. See, when you begin to reach, you begin to pull your future into your present. Oh, come on. I, I'm going to say it again. When you begin to reach for your future, you bring your future into your present. Why? Because when you let go of the past, it gives you power and stability to embrace what's ahead of you. You cannot be effective always looking back. Okay? Okay, this is why the word says, behold, I do a new thing. Shall you not know it? Oh, okay. Okay I, okay, I understand. That was an Old Testament scripture, okay? Okay, let's do a New Testament. He says, behold, all things are passed away, and behold, all things have become new. Why? Because God is a God of freshness. He's a God of restoration. He's a God of renewing and restoring. Why? Because that's his nature. When he looked at the universe and he was no longer satisfied how it looked, he said, we're going to do some house. It's time to do some spring cleaning. It's time. You know, where are the lights at? You know, my, my, my wife's always complaining that there ain't enough lights up in here and all above around the house. Why? Because when you begin to turn the lights on, you begin to expose the darkness. Okay, come on. Anything from that, Prophet? Um, so I think we need to talk about what does it mean to press? Um, okay. What's the definition of press? Because you said that we're, it's time to press. And so why is it time to press now? And why wasn't it time to press before? Ooh, that's a good thing. So, but let's talk about what does it mean to press? Okay. Well, in the Greek, the word press is a Greek word, dioko, or deoko, which means to make, to run, or flee, to put, put to flight, to drive away, to run swiftly in order to catch a person or thing or to run after, to press figuratively a one who is in a race, run swiftly to reach the goal. Oh, okay. Oh, my God, my God. Uh, oh, oh, without the idea of hostility to run after, follow after someone, to seek after eagerly, earnestly, to endeavor to acquire. Mm. Now, I think it says what it says, but what do you, since you were talking about we need to go over this, for, what's it say in the dictionary? Um, oh, that's another one. Oh, I, you know what? I didn't even look it up in the dictionary. Um, but I, I like here to seek after eagerly, mm. earnestly endeavor to acquire. Okay. To seek after, to, to, you know, when you really want something, you mm -hmm. yearn that thing, mm -hmm. you know? And so I, I think that, that there's something stirring in our spirits. It's like, you know, it's almost like a pregnant woman where she's craving a certain, you know, type of food, mm -hmm. a certain substance. I mean, mm -hmm. and it's like, she has to have that thing. Because she's craving, and I think that 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 there's something that's that has been awoken. I don't even say it's been deposited; it's already been, it's always been there. But mm -hmm. there's a craving okay. for God, a craving for 
for his purpose, a craving for his destiny, a craving for what he's calling us to do. And so that, that then instigates you pressing. Okay. Okay. Now, um, could we also say that the, uh, there's a phrase that the world, world says, it says, uh, you know, uh, Sometimes you got to be sick and tired of being sick and tired Absolutely. of being sick and tired. Absolutely. See, when we understand this. Absolutely. Jesus said it like this, Matthew 6, 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Mm. Then all these things shall just be added. Listen, the press doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be working twice as hard. No, God mm -hmm. is not a God of making you work twice as hard. Mm -hmm. What he is, though, is he's a God of making sure that we are in proper alignment mm -hmm. with what his purpose is for our life. This is why, because you said, why Why is this the season now? And why wasn't it uh, another thing? Well, the Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, to everything, Ooh, there, there is, is a season, season and a time there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. So the times and seasons of God are dictated by his purpose, okay? So when we understand that it's God's purpose for us to, to refresh, to restore, to renew, to multiply, to be fruitful, to change. There, there are times and seasons in our life where God will put it in the atmosphere. It'll put in yeah. our spirit. Some things have to change because that thing no will, will, is, is no longer active in your life. So it's it's already there. It's like he acts. It's like he accelerates. Oh, yeah. Oh, and so yes. even as I looked up the word press in the dictionary, it says to force or push one's way. What? Say it again. To force or push one's way. <laughs> to seek urgently. Okay. To exert mm. pressure. Oh. To take hold. To take or hold a press. Mm. To employ a press in basketball. Oh, oh. All right. Anyone who's ever played real organized basketball. One of the main defenses, yes. Besides, oh, besides, you you can have a zone, yes. But but you know when you're down by points, yes. And you need to gain more points. Ah. Okay, your so offense will be dictated. Yes. Your offense will be dictated by your defense. Yes. And sometimes the best defense is a press. Yes. Because you're calling the person with the ball, yes. saying that I'm not going to let you get back. Yes. You're going to give. You're going to give it back to me. Why? Yes. Because I must meet my. I, I I must get the goal. I must press. So there's that pressure. I mean, I right. see that again. I'm not even a big basketball person, but I can see, you mm -hmm. know, that that player going in and leaning in and right. exerting and causing so that way there is a response. So there's an action. They're able to get in and get that ball in and make the points. And the key to a basketball press defense is that there's always a, a, a two on one or three on one pressure on the ball. Wow. So that person will not be able to see wow. you. You're surrounded by defense. It's not some pat. No, no, no. You're yelling, hey, 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 give me the ball. Why? Because I I must get the ball back. 
And then often doesn't that press take place like towards like you, you're trying to get those points because maybe the quarter is about to be over. It's, it's winding down. Ah, that's a revelation. Yeah. Now let's, let's get a revelation for those of you who have watched us before, you know that we teach you about the seasons of the yeah. feast. Okay. We are entering, we are winding down God's Hebraic calendar here. We have, August and September, and mm -hmm. in between September and October is yes, what is called the Feast of Tabernacles, mm -hmm. which is God's ending of the year, which means harvest. Wow. It's harvest time. So it's time to press because God's got something there for you. And he says, get, get up, wake up the mighty men and let the, no, there's a, he puts an urgency. So there's almost an acceleration because maybe there are some things that you didn't do, but, but God is so good. He's going to make up for the time for the stuff where you have messed it up. Yeah. He's like, oh, I, I got to get you to harvest. And if you are not an, in, in a certain position, that's right. you're not going to be able to reap the harvest. So that's why. Mm -hmm. So we answered a question. Mm -hmm. Why press now and not earlier? Mm -hmm. be Go ahead. Jeremiah chapter one also says, he says, then the Lord said unto me, Jeremiah you, chapter one, what verse? Let's look at verse 11 and 12, because because I believe that this is key. Why? Because this is this is not this is a, a different type of time. OK, when you understand that when Jeremiah, when God puts in the earth, that it's time for you to press. OK. Look at what it says. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 11 and 12. Now put it down here. I'm doing it. Okay, okay. It says, Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? And I said, I see a rod of an almond tree. Then said the Lord to me, You have seen well, for I will hasten my word to perform it. This word hasten, right here now listen he speak he said i'm going to awake i'm going to watch i'm going to uh, uh make you be alert i'm going to keep watch be watchful over wakeful also you could almost say speed up i'm going to speed up accelerate. my word accelerate. accelerate my word to perform it why because god has spoken a word over you in this season and what he's saying is pay attention wake up it's time for that word to come to pass and you must be where I need you to be at the appointed time that I can add to you. Come on, is somebody getting something this morning? So then that means you really got to deal with yourself because right now it's like I'm tired. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like that spirit of lethargic, mm -hmm. the lethargic spirit wants to try to get on you. Hakuna Matata. Right. Whatever <laughs> may be, will be. Uh -huh. And so... You gotta, you gotta consciously uh -huh. fixate and be intentional in that press mm -hmm. because everything in your physical being is like, uh, you know, uh, it's I'm tired. Be mm -hmm. We're getting ready to enter into fall season. Mm -hmm. What do you do in the fall? There's hibernation. You know, the animals go and they go. The, mm -hmm. I think about the bear; it goes and it hibernates, mm -hmm. and so. But we have to, 
accelerate so that we are able to hibernate, enable, you know what I'm that's saying? Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's why there's there's a press in, in preparing in order to reap the harvest. That's it. See, so so listen, so, listen, it will not be because God didn't put the promises. He didn't put the things in your path for you to receive. It will be because maybe we didn't press. Wow. We didn't hit the, we, listen, he says, I press toward the mark for the prize. See, when we understand that in God's kingdom, God is always trying to bless us. He's always trying to. Not to, trying. Well, well, see, here's the That's thing. That's the wrong word. Well, no, he does Not something. Trying. He speaks it into existence. He says, look, I've already met. Look, the promises of God in him are yes and amen. So he's already done it. But sometimes we don't receive it, not, not because God didn't do it, right. it, 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 because sometimes we didn't go forth in an urgency and a time of pressing and a time of, 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 of awakening. And I'm not talking about being a woke culture. I'm talking about being attentive to God's voice. My sheep hear my voice and a stranger they will not follow. I don't care what happened last year. I don't care what happened last month. I don't care what Pookie and them did. I don't care what NASDAQ and the stock market say. What is God telling to you now uh, for you to receive? You know, we, you know, I, I look, I am blessing God because when our AC wasn't working and went out, listen, God put an urgency and us and me to find what was necessary to get it fixed. Okay. Now, listen, I'm going to prophesy to you right now. This is not going to be the season of putting a band-aid over. Mm -hmm. God is not putting band-aids over things in this season. He's going to be restoring with brand new stuff in your life. Brand new harvest health. See us. Mm, somebody's dealing with heart issues. He's going, to, he's going to restore and renew your heart. Why? Not because, not because we did everything right, but because for this new season in your life, you need a new heart to get the job done. And so I think that one of the reasons, because again, God, God doesn't try anything. Hmm. It's already it, done. It's already done. But be, our lack of belief, our lack of, because when we believe, we think it to be so. Mm -hmm. So could it be that we have a mindset issue? And so even in this new dispensation, we can't enter in with the same mind. That's right. Right. We, we got to begin to deal with the mind so that we can embrace all that God has for us. So that's what God's promises are. Yes. And amen. amen. So it's yes, it's it's a done. Right. But, and we as individuals, though, have to uh, get an alignment with that yes and amen. That's right. And for so long, many of us have practiced no and I, I gotta can't. I got to go pray about it. I, I got to go. No and I can't. Okay. okay. We, the, the, or we got to change our language mm -hmm. because with the language that we're speaking, it brings an action mm -hmm. or lack of action. Yep. And so we've got to begin to shift mm -hmm. mindsets. We've got to begin to believe with with what believe what God is saying. Mm -hmm. 
And this is why the Bible says that because of Abraham's unyielding belief. Ah, his perseverance. His yeah. unyielding belief in God, in the Father. Wait, where's that at? That's good. His unyielding belief. Okay, it was imputed for him for righteousness. I believe it's in Hebrews 11, 6. But his unyielding belief. Okay. That his unyielding belief. In order for us to, to, to press, we have to gather and have an unyielding belief. We have to believe what God is saying. Yeah. And so Abraham, with his unyielding, that's really powerful. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know it doesn't say unyielding, but that's what it's saying. Mm -hmm. That's what it's describing. Um, we can't find it. Well, this is, and I see, let me, let me see what it says. In Hebrew. We're talking about the press. Right. And we're talking about in order to be successful and effective in this press, you have to have an unyielding belief in God. Mm -hmm. And he's trying to find the scripture. Yes. Um, because it says it in like a couple of different versions, but it was imputed to him for righteousness. Okay. Um, Hebrews... 11 but then but then James kind of says it really good too it says okay let's go to James chapter 2 James chapter 2 and I think that this brings this to a certain light and I believe that we'll be able to end right here for today but James chapter 2 and we're going to start at verse, ooh, verse 18. We're going to start at verse 18. James chapter 2, verse 18. Now it says, yes, a man may say, you have faith and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works and I'll show you my faith by my works. Mm. You believe that there is one God, and you do well. But the devils also believe and tremble. But will you know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son upon mm. the altar? Seeing thou how faith wrought with his work, with his works, and by works was faith made perfect. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed ah. God, and it was imputed unto him ah. for righteousness. And he was called the friend of God. Yes, then see how by works a man is justified and not by Faith only. Verse 23 Ooh. is key. It says Abraham believed God. Mm -hmm. He believed. And so what does believe mean? And this phrase right here, this word believed in the Greek is <laughs> pistio. Okay? Yes! 
to think to be true, to be persuaded, a place, a confidence in, of a one thing believe, to have confidence in, in moral or religious reference, to trust in Jesus or God as able to aid either in obtaining or in doing something, saving faith. Woo! Oh my God. So, 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 so it was in, it was understood his, his belief in God. Now, now remember ah, Abraham, he believed without the Holy Ghost. Yes. I'm going to say it again. He believed with such a strong belief without having the Holy Ghost in him. How much more? Should our righteousness be? How much more powerful should our faith and belief be? He says, by him, believe. oh man, I got to read that one more again. It says, and the scripture was fulfilled. What verse are you at? Verse 23. Abraham believed God. Yes. The scripture. Abraham, now listen. I want you to understand how powerful this is. Abraham did not have the Holy Ghost in him. But he fulfilled yeah. the word of God by his belief. He said, Abraham believed, to be true. believed God and it was imputed to him for righteousness. Woo! And, and it caused him to be called a friend of God. He believed God. He's the only one in the Bible called a friend of God. He believed God. You, you know, I was watching a ministry and one of the uh, friends of the ministry was saying that, you know, his folks, they answer their phone. I believe God. I believe God. You know, not hello, but I believe God. Okay. I believe God. You know, and then there's a song by Kirk Carr, I Believe God or so something. And and I, I just, it, it just is ringing in my spirit. And this is, for me, that in this press, mm -hmm. in this next dispensation, as we are gathering the harvest, we must begin to believe God. Mm -hmm. We must begin to think it. I mean, I, I love, I, again, that's where I got that definition for believe, mm -hmm. to think it to be true. And when you think it to be true, as you continue to think it to be true, again, I believe God, hello, I believe God, the more you say it, you're mm -hmm. thinking it, and then what happens is you begin to know it. Mm -hmm. I believe God. I believe God. Abraham believed God. Because his thought process aligned with the spirit of God's purpose. I believe God. Wow. The Bible says in Proverbs, as a man thinketh in, in his, his heart, so is. Ah. So your belief, okay, yes. your urgency, your awakeness to the urgency of believing that what God said he was more than able to do. See, when you believe, listen, the Bible says, my God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think. Or the original phrase was ask or imagine. When you begin to lock your imagination 
to the spirit and the word of God. When your thought processes begin to connect yes. her and cannot be moved. When you're yes. when you Abraham, I don't care what what God told him. Yes. His you couldn't move Abraham to disbelieve God. Yeah, I uh, believe uh, God. Abraham believed God so much, he told his son. He, see, he's called the first prophet. He's the first prophet yes. in the kingdom of God. He told his son, when his son asked him, where is the ram for the offering? Where is the, where is, where, where, where is it? He says, God shall supply for himself. A ram for the arm. This is why it's called Jehovah Jireh. Why? Because of what Abraham did. Abraham called that place Jehovah Jireh. God will provide. Oh my God. Wait, can we get, can I get somebody to type amen? Can, can someone type, I believe? Mm. Come on now. Come on now. Yes. Hallelujah. When you understand, mm -mm -mm, as we begin to prepare to worship in our giving, it, it, can you begin to allow, who glory, the spirit of the living God to begin to stir up your belief system, to begin to refresh huh, like that child when the when the when the father tells the son, look, this weekend we're going fishing. And every day that child is that child begins to get in preparation, begins to find his fishing rod and the and and the hooks and the and the bait and everything. And every now and then they'll say, Hey dad, we still going fishing. Okay, uh-uh-huh. Yeah, we still going fishing. See that child, see, once that child, listen to what I'm saying. Yeah. The Bible says you must come to him like babes. See, when you begin, he begins to lock on. He begins to lock and synchronize to what words came out the father's mouth. See, when we begin to believe God like that child, like that baby that believes, that parent that believes, that says, oh, my God, whoa, glory. Listen, listen, listen. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There it is right there. God wants us to go back to that childlike faith that we had. Before someone told us we couldn't do something. Before someone told us, oh, oh no, you can't do that. See, 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 fear, doubt, and unbelief is taught. How glory. When we understand that God is able to do anything you can imagine. And he says, I'll go above and beyond that. Why? Because I'm God. See, he wants to prove to us. Mm. Mm. Oh, yes, yes, yes. This is the time and season. Listen, saints. Listen, sons, this is the time and season that God's going to prove himself in your life. Come on, receive that right now. God is going to prove himself in your life. I'm going to say it again. God is going to prove himself in your life, and you'll never be the same. It's going to look like you exploded overnight. It's going to look like uh, overnight, hog glory, when you go from busted and disgusted 
to multimillionaire, billionaire status. God can give you one thought to get you out of debt. He can give you one thought to make your plan success. He can give you one thought to get the invest. Oh, yes. Someone's looking for investors for their businesses. God says, I'll give you one thought to put in your business plan that will cause somebody to be attracted to your business. Come on, lift your hands. Father, right now, I declare and decree. Hey, show Father, right now, we come against the spirit of fear, doubt, and unbelief. Father, you say you have not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Father, I thank you right now. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you right now. Father, we come against unbelief. Father, we come against unbelief. Father, we come against unbelief. Father, I thank you right now for the time and the season, for the for the season of the press. How, Father, we believe like Abraham believed. Father, we believe, how glory, whoo, glory, like Abraham believed. And Father, right now, we destroy the works of the devil. Father, I thank you, Lord God, we think it to be so. And Father, even as your sons and daughters begin to prepare, to worship you in giving. Father, you said, while the earth remains, seed, time, and harvest shall not stop. Father, I thank you right now, Lord God, right now. Woo, glory, Hisha. Harvest is coming forth. You are, you are, you are speeding up your word to perform it. And Father, I thank you, Lord God, that they'll never be the same in Jesus' mighty name. Now, listen, the Bible says, given it shall be given. Good measure, yes. pressed down, shaking together and running over, shall men give unto your bosom. Listen, you give because you believe. You don't give out of ritual, out of fear. You give because you believe that if you sow seed, you'll reap a harvest. Now, we believe that we're good ground. High glory. Why? We know. We think it to be so. Why? Because we know it. Yes. God has shown us. He's proven himself time and time again that if people will sow into this ministry, into the lives of these prophets, that God will cause everything to be changed around and be restored. Our, our ministry is restoration. Your things yes. in your life shall be restored, renewed, and refreshed. Not, be, not just because I say it, because I believe it to be so. Yes. Why? Because that's the ministry he gave us. So, Father, right now, as they give, look, go to the website, www.restoredministriesint.org. Use the website, watch the videos, use the PayPal. You can you can use your Zelle and go from your account straight into the ministry account by by our Gmail, restored, M-I-N-I-N-T-L at Gmail. Or you can sow into the cash app at dollar sign Prophet Brian. But believe when you when you believe right now, believe it to be so in Jesus name. Amen. So listen, just begin to believe it to be so. And whatever God tells you to do, because you believe, just do it. Amen. Anything else? Amen. No, I believe God. Amen. Come you on believe now. believe God. Amen. We'll see you next week. God bless you.